Ready? <laughs> oh, I'm ready, Shelby. Hey, book lovers. Welcome to another exciting episode of Miss Willa's Book Club. I'm Shelby. And I'm Jenna. We're your hosts, and we're excited to be here with you today discussing our favorite thing, books. Whether you're a fan of magical fantasy realms or a hopeless romantic, we have the perfect book recommendations for you. So grab your bookmarks and get cozy, because each episode we'll be discussing viral books on BookTok and Bookstagram. And don't forget that drink of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ready? Oh, I'm ready, Shelby. (laughs) (laughs) Makes me laugh every time I hear that. Every single time. I know, I love it. We were literally trashed when we were recording our intro and outro. Yes. Quite drunk. Quite drunk. I know. That was a fun episode, though. Yep. And Ledge. If you've read Ledge and you haven't listened to that episode yet, I think that's like the most unhinged one that we have. I think so, too. Even though listening back, it wasn't as crazy as I thought it was going to be. But I know how drunk we were, and so I know what I thought it sounded like. for real. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, do you guys like our backdrop? If you're watching us on YouTube... We are in the mountains. We are. We're out in Jefferson, Colorado. It's pretty beautiful out here. Yeah. We've been watching a really nice sunset and decided that we could do a little mini episode as long yeah. as we're enjoying the views. I love it. And we have our fun new blankets with us. Fall themed. Fall themed. We were, what well, we were originally going to do, <laughs> poor communication on both of our yeah. ends. Um, there's something going on around on TikTok where you like swap fabrics and so you guys like have like the same blanket with your bestie mm-hmm. so it's like the best like you each blanket. pick out one fabric and so one side is from person one and the other side is from person two right. and then both blankets end up identical well i didn't get them <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i have my blanket is double-sided of the same color uh-huh. and shelby's is matching because she planned them magic. yeah because i planned it because i was like <laughs> oh we're just gonna make blankets together and so i just i was like oh this is fun mine have little pumpkins on it <laughs> Yeah, well, mine have little, like, fall floral looking know, stuff. Cute. Yeah. Our, both of ours are so soft. Too. Yeah, it's keeping me warm on yeah. this chilly fall night. I know, it is It is really chilly out. Mm-hmm. And it got, like, really chilly really fast. Yeah, it it's did. like as soon as that sun went away. I know, it really did. <laughs> Drop, like, 20 degrees. I know, yeah, it absolutely did. All right, well, um, we thought we'd come on here and do a really fun episode on, uh, like, some of our tropes and the books that we love to go along with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I feel like especially... In, I mean, not just in the fantasy world, but like fantasy and romance. I feel like those two genres have yeah. so many tropes that are, it's like even when you read a book that's the same trope, you still love it just as yes. much. It's like you almost love it even more exactly. than you did the first time because there's a little bit of that expectation that it's coming. Like, I know this is going to happen. I know. Kind of like enemies to lovers. I Like I'm sure oh, yes. some people complain that that's overdone, but yeah. I still eat that shit up. I do too. I love an enemies to lovers plot. I do too. Like a true enemies to lovers though, not like a... a office co-workers to lovers yeah not rivals well I mean rivals to lovers is fine yeah but I mean like true enemies yes 
Yes, I love it. So what is your favorite trope? Is it enemies to lovers? Oh, God, I don't know that I could give a single favorite trope. No. <laughs> I mean, I do like an enemies to lovers trope. I feel like there's a lot of, like, little tropes that I enjoy, too. But, yeah, I guess I guess enemies to lovers is probably up in the top, too. I love a one-bed trope. That's another, oh, yeah, I love another that one really one. up there. Yeah. That is what I was going to say, too. I think one of my favorite is, like, you you arrive at the inn and you've got one bed and I just think it's so fun. I squeal like every time I hear it and I think my absolute favorite book with that is Akatar. Mm, yeah. Oh, that was such a good one. I feel like that was the first one that I had also read that was like that. And so now every time I'm like... Does Akatar oh. has a one bed trope? Yeah, when Farron and Rhysand end up at the inn and there's only one bed. And that's the first time he, like, goes down on her. Oh, I did not remember that. <laughs> I thought that was from Blood and Ash that has that scene. Really? Um, for, well, okay, I know from Blood and Ash also has it, do. I guess. But I, for some reason, I don't remember <laughs> that scene in yeah. Akatar. It's like, the well, I mean, we are going to be doing a reread soon. Where, where was... I, I guess think, maybe I don't want to do spoilers, so maybe I won't, oh, won't yeah. ruin it. It is... It's not Akatar. It's... I think it's Akamath. Oh... Huh. Yeah. Huh, okay. But okay. it's like the first time that they are like actually intimate and mm. he like goes down on her. He's like, I don't need the pleasure. Oh yeah. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> wow. That's been a long, it's been years since I've read yeah. it. To be fair, we're going to, we're going to start a reread soon. So, know, so I'm sure I'll be remembered. <laughs> yeah. From blood and ash is always the one that I think of when I think of the one bad trope because, yeah. uh, Cass is so like, Oh, you need help falling asleep. I know what I can do to help you fall asleep. <laughs> so, it was so good. So that's always the one bad trope that I think I really think of. Yeah. But um, speaking of enemies to lovers, too, like we were saying yeah. before, another one you haven't read yet, I don't think, but um, is one of my favorite enemies to lovers plots is Bridge Kingdom. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you've probably heard about that one, too. I think it's it. like Danielle Jensen, maybe, yeah. is the author. Um, And so it's first a duology following the same couple and then... Um, the inadequate air and the endless war, I think, are like, mm-hmm. it's think like the second duology in the same. Wondering where the dogs are. Yeah. Oh, Dixie. Frankie. Oh, Dixie. Frankie's right at my feet. Oh, she is. Okay. Sweet. Oh, Dixie. There she is. Good, Good girl. Um, yes. But yeah, so the, the Bridge Kingdom. Kingdom is like multiple duologies, Ooh. but like set in the same world. So it's like the same. I don't know. I don't want to say the same plot. It's like the same s- struggles and um, yeah. kingdoms and stuff, but it's like following different couples. Oh, that's pretty so cool. So there's like two books on each of the couples so far. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Isn't that kind of what like uh, Amber Palmer is doing too? <laughs> well, I don't think she hasn't, she hasn't formally said that it's coming out yet, but I'm hoping, <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that she's going to come out with another yeah. one set in the same world. But so that's a, a really good, like true enemies to lovers plot, okay. I think is, um, is Birch Kingdom. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, I also kind of felt like, did you think From Blood and Ash was kind of enemies to lovers too? Yeah. I think there is a certain amount of it in From Blood and Ash. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I think there is. I love it. And mm-hmm. then another one that we've covered on the podcast is also The Serpent in the Wings of Night. Mm. And that one I loved too. I loved that enemies to lovers. Yeah. Well, and I think another one that, or another trope that is kind of, uh, in Serpent in the Wings of the Night, too, is the, uh, like, misunderstood villain. Oh, yeah. That's a trope I really like, mm-hmm. too. And you definitely get it in Serpent in the Wings of the Night. Absolutely. And I feel like I had some we other We also ones. had that one in the book that we literally just covered, Assistant to the Villain. 
Yeah, that it's definitely like has a misunderstood villain. Mm-hmm. And I would say Shatter Me, too, actually. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. I think Shatter Me is another misunderstood villain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that one. What other ones do I have? have? You haven't read River of Shadows, have you? No, I haven't read that one. I That one gave me some of the misunderstood villain vibes, too. And so did Fourth Wing. Oh, yeah. Fourth Wing, for sure. And I cannot wait to see what happens in Iron Flame with that misunderstood villain. You want to know something that I saw on TikTok about Iron Flame? Hmm. So somebody, it was like a hilarious video of she was like sobbing and she was like, when it's, when they're already in love and there's only, it's the first book in the five. And I was like, wait a second. I know. I'm like, no, is this going to be another like, oh, just kidding. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, my heart will absolutely be broken because I love Zayden and Violet together. I know, but I feel like Dane was the first love interest. We've already kind of gotten past that. Yeah, I know, but. I mean, I hope so. I we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. What are some What are some other tropes that you like? Um, some other tropes that I really like. Um, when it's done really well is Grumpy Sunshine, mm. which from Blood and Ash, I feel like is totally that. Do you? Who do I you do. feel like is the? Do you think that Poppy is Sunshine? No, I. You think, think that Kieran, Cass is Sun? Oh, Kieran is Sunshine. I think Kieran is Sunshine, and I think and Cass is Grumpy. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that is really cute to say that, like not as the main love couple, right. but like in a different relationship. Of oh my gosh, well, so it's funny you say that because then I feel like um, Juliet and Kenji give Grumpy Sunshine. Oh my also gosh, absolutely from Shatter Me. Yeah. Because Kenji is not the love interest either, but like, <laughs> but it's totally like, but just that. give he gives the sunshine <laughs> yes. to Juliet's. We are grumpy. Kenji stands. We are a Kenji stand account here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we love Kenji. Oh my oh, gosh, that's fun. Oh man, um, another trope that I know that you love is found family. I do like found family. That that is one I definitely really really like a lot. Yeah, I feel like one. Fourth Wing had really great found family yeah. fourth wing me. had a great one um Akatar has a really good found family mm-hmm. i love the bat boys mm-hmm. <laughs> i think that's yes. so awesome yeah that is a classic i feel like that one is like luckily in a lot of books and i and i always really enjoy that me too because it's like um like it, you're able to kind of like choose who you want to love and mm-hmm. choose who you want to be like as your family mm-hmm. and so to me that is just like so special because sometimes like that found family like really is like better than you could ever imagine mm-hmm. like like you and me like <laughs> um, cheers I would cheers, that. but my drink is empty oh <laughs> should have refilled before we started I should have refilled but I didn't even think about it I'm That's also okay. really excited I think I'm gonna heat up some cider after this and put yeah or whiskey actually I really like your idea of the whiskey well, yeah I think you could heat up the cider and put whiskey in like a dash of cinnamon or cinnamon sugar or oh something God, and I think it'd be really amazing. good cinnamon so i also have i mean i have so many more tropes that i'm excited to talk about i love it another one that i'm feeling right now because it's cooling off right now oh is yes. body warmth for survival oh my gosh i, I love, love that <laughs> most recently we had that in ledge and oh i went gosh. absolutely feral for yes. that well and then you also said that it was in um was it ice planet barbarians yes it was in ice planet barbarians oh my god gosh like you were talking about the cave scene yes and so there's there's definitely been a couple of the like body worms or first survival oh ones that i couldn't I think it. of the other ones off the top of my head so if you have any suggestions for books with the body warmth for survival trope 
please DM me those because that is like one of my favorite situations. I love it. Oh my gosh. I love that one. That is yes. so fun. I also love <laughs> drunk confessions of attraction. Oh my gosh. Again, insistent to the, assistant to the villain that we just talked about. Yeah, How's we that? got some of that there. We also got that, I think, in Kingdom of the Wicked. Oh, oh, I, mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yes. There's I like a certain one. scene under a certain influence <laughs> that I think we got that. Um, so fun. <laughs> there's also, I'm like trying to remember, there's a another one that we read recently mm-hmm. that, this is going to kill me now. That what? It might have been Ledge, actually, where they're in, um, they're like in a bar and she's had a hard day and she like kind of throws herself at him and he turns her down because... Oh, it was Ledge. Was that Ledge? That was Ledge. And yes. And she like kisses him. And he is like, no, I'm not going to take advantage of you, Ledge. So That was Ledge, But yeah. like the drunk confessions <laughs> of attraction, I always think oh, that's cute. Yes. I think A Darker Shade of Magic kind of has that mm-hmm. too. It's not not a heavy romance book, but it, it has but a little, has bit, a of little bit of that moment. I know. And, I liked it in Assistant to the Villain too. Uh-huh. That was really fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that one. I also, um, one that we've talked about recently on the podcast is where you have like um <clears throat> there's like one seat left and mm. so you have to sit on their lap from divine rivals divine rivals have that and <laughs> so does the love hypothesis oh heck yeah has the like oh well there's no other seats except for on my lap oh i guess you'll just have to sit on and, my lap and it always starts with them like <laughs> sitting really stiff and they're like oh no this can't be comfortable and then they're like melt into them they're and like I'm actually wait, i deserve to be comfortable too yeah <laughs> i'm doing this because of safety reasons i'm not doing this because it feels good Okay, so yet another trope <laughs> that I really enjoy is the like woken up from a nightmare and then like getting soothed by the mm. potential love interests. Mm-hmm. I think everybody probably remembers the one in Akamath. Oh that's that's like a classic one mm. for sure. Yep. But also for maybe some of my millennials, The Hunger Games. Did you ever read The Hunger Games? I didn't. I I've, I've seen the movies, but I haven't I haven't read the books. And well, so they're I don't yeah. even remember the nightmare scene. Yeah, I think it's like maybe in the second book and there's there's definitely a like woken up from the nightmare oh. kind of scene in that one. Um also in the third book of Shatter Me. Yep, there that was definitely in Shatter Me. Yep. Oh, I love that. From Blood and Ash, I think also has some of mm-hmm. that. It was like definitely waking up from nightmares there. Oh, yep, I love um, that. And then I don't think you've read either. Have you read The Maddest Obsession? Nope. That's like that. a I think it was like a mafia romance, maybe. Oh, interesting. But that one definitely had had it too, and um, I think of Darkness and Fire might have had one, like in the oh, second cool. book, maybe. Yes, and that is like I'm going to be reading that one soon. Yeah, sure. I think I feel like maybe it was in the second book, but yeah. Oh, I love it. But yes, because that one, yeah, there's some some history why she wakes up. Oh my from that gosh. One. Oh. So that's it. But that's a good one too. That the is, the woken like up from one. a nightmare is another oh, yeah. favorite trope of mine. Well, I love that especially because like when you are in that like state of vulnerability, and then you have somebody that can like be there and comfort you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why we had such a switch in Akatar is because of the nightmares. Mm-hmm. And so I loved, I love, love, love that trope. So something that. I think it's really fun that has been like becoming more popular. I think because of Akatar is the wingspan. <laughs> yeah, discussion about wingspan for sure. <laughs> Which is so funny. I've also seen so many like TikToks about like Barnes and Noble where they have like the wingspan puzzle like right behind like where Akatar is all staged. Yes. I think that is just so funny. Yeah, I do think that's funny because in general, like there's not a ton of books that I feel like have 
wings in them yeah but with the wings I also love the like flying with her scenes like flying with her like cradled in your arms or whatever (laughs) and like obviously you get that in Akatar and I think you maybe get that in Crescent City too I don't I feel like Hunt must do that yeah I think you do get it in Crescent City you also get it in Ledge that's what I was gonna say you get it in Ledge and um you also get it in Serpent and the Wings of Night yeah oh yes I love it in the first one yep uh-huh. Uh, I love it. Yeah. So <laughs> That's so, definitely one of my favorites. Yes. I love, love, love that one too. That's another good one. Oh my gosh. What are some tropes that you really, really don't like? Um, I'm, I feel like these go together. I'm not yeah. a fan of the breeding tropes oh, or like the pregnancy. pregnancy. But I feel like those are, like, two, like, kind of different ones, too. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I'm not really, like, super into that. So I feel like no, a lot of the same. Omegaverse stuff that's kind of, um, I feel like a lot of those are kind of, like, breeding trope-ish. Oh, really? I'm not super into that. Oh, yeah. I don't love it either. I feel like, honestly, it can kind of, like, ruin it for me. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm also not a big fan of the miscommunication trope. I know, oh, like, yeah. sometimes it can be okay, I guess, yeah. but I'm not not always a big fan of the miscommunication trope either. One that I literally hate is the young marriage or like purity Ooh. culture. Yeah, Ugh. I don't like that either. Yeah, we see that in a couple of books we read recently and it's just like it it really just seems like you're like rushing to do it and it just doesn't that ugh, I don't like it at all. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a fan of that one either. Not a fan. I do also like um reluctant allies. Oh, yes. I think that's always a fun one of like they're not actually you know, they're, like, not exactly enemies, but maybe yeah. kind of enemies, but they, like, have to team them up because they have a common goal. And we kind of have that in Kingdom of the Wicked. Yes. And <laughs> I love um, it. you haven't read What Lies Beyond the Veil, right? Nope, I haven't. But I haven't I, that, that book also has the, like, reluctant allies, which... Oh, I love it. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Also, oh, God, my gosh. We haven't even talked about who did this to you. Oh, my gosh. How do... Oh, my God. No, we have Classic. That is such a classic. Yeah, that's a classic, too. I feel like that's I, in so many books, we don't even need to list them, but, I mean. I know. I actually just had a TikTok on that, where it was like, when he find, when the enemy finally goes, who did this to you? Mm. And the most, like, uh, the most, um, what's it called? The series that comes to mind first is Throne of Glass. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. 100%. <laughs> that's the first one that I think of, too. Yeah. Definitely. That Because that's a good scene. That's a sad scene. That's yeah. a good scene. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's such also, a good one. Also, like, another... I don't... Yeah, I don't really know if it's, like, a trope, but, mm-hmm. like, a situation. I love a book where the, like, male main character, like, male love interest washes her hair. Oh, my gosh. There's I just something that. so intimate mm-hmm. about the washing of the hair like without it being sexual and it's usually like a there's been a really traumatic event and they're like covered in blood or something and they like I don't know washes them they're showering together and washing the hair that is one of my literally like favorite things ever every single time I'm like oh my gosh because not only are you washing her hair you're like really taking care of her you're putting her needs first you know she's gonna love it Mm, yep that's one of my favorites for sure yep and I think that one happens (laughs) I'm pretty sure that happens in the Hades series, the one that, that starts with like Seventh Circle that you've had downloaded for a while. Yes. I'm pretty sure that that happens there. Ooh. I know it happens somewhere in Broken Bonds. I feel like it's north maybe, but I feel like in Broken Bonds there's right. some washing of something. Well, and then we also just talked about it recently too, and I'm like, what book were we literally just talking about this with? I don't Probably remember. of Darkness and Fire. I think it's in that oh, yeah? too. I'm pretty oh. sure it's in that too. And um, every also- episode, I get more and more excited to read this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Also, um, a soul to keep. Didn't that one have it in there too? 
Like, I think he, like, literally washes all of her body, but including her hair. Oh, I forgot about that, but I'm, I think you're I think it happens right. in that one, too. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. And I, I, I felt like I remembered it happening in What Lies Beyond the Veil, but it's been a while since I've read yeah. that one, so I, I put that one with a question mark. <laughs> with a question mark. That's really funny. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Man, what else do I got on here? Forced proximity. Are you a fan of Ooh. that one? Uh-huh. Are we also classifying that as, like, a forced marriage, or is that going to be different? I feel like forced proximity and forced marriage are kind of different, but okay. I would take them together if you have. Are there Ooh. books that you've liked that have had one of those? Yes. Um, I recently read a book that has like a forced marriage in it, and it's the uh, For the Love of the Gods mm. by Rory Scott. And mm-hmm. I loved, loved, loved that forced marriage. Yeah. Forced proximity, I really also love that too. Yeah. <laughs> well, it made me think of, um, does it hurt? Do you remember by H.D. Carlton? Ooh, yes. That's a one that I thought was like definitely forced proximity. That's a right? really great one for forced proximity too. Like you're literally like basically trapped on an island with this yeah. person. And also Credence. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because we are right now in the mountains of Colorado. <laughs> mom, don't read that book. <laughs> yeah, mom, don't read. Please don't read that book. Actually, no, my mom would probably like it. But if you read it, don't tell me about it, please. <laughs> I think that is like one of the spiciest books I've ever read. And also probably one of the most taboo books I've ever read. Oh yeah, absolutely same. Yep. (laughs) A lot of incest going on there. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're not actually related, but it is weird. The brothers are. Yeah, but they don't do anything with each other. Okay. Okay, you got me there. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying it's not weird. Like there's the one scene there's the one scene in the living room where they're like both present, even if they're not interacting, and that's a little weird. Mm -hmm. It's a little weird. Yes, absolutely. Oh, which reminds me, what do you think of the trope? And I the first thing I think of is Salacious Players Club, where she like dates the dad. Oh yeah, and then and so, oh, birthday girl. Have oh, you read that yet? I was literally thinking of birthday girl as well. Yep, like when you like date the dad, get back at the but boyfriend, then, but then you, you actually like the love. dad better. <laughs> yes. yes, birthday girl is one of the first ones that I think of. Also, did you read Sugar Daddies? No, <laughs> <laughs> like can't even say that name with a straight I live face. That book. <laughs> but, I'll um, cut that out. That that book also gave me kind of I don't know similar I think that's maybe just age gap that's yes. probably a better way to put that is age gap okay I do like a good age gap though do you like like a Faye age gap of like five hundred to eighteen or do you like do you like an age gap of like early twenties to like forties okay the second one because. Yeah. Honestly, with the Faye age gap, I don't even ever consider it that way. It's kind of like Edward from Twilight when he's like, how long have you been 17? (laughs) A long time. Yeah, how how long have you been 17? Like a hundred and something years. And so to me, like they are 17 or they are 19 or whatever. So I'm like, I don't even think twice about it. But apparently people have issues with that. Well, you do kind of think of like Vampire Diaries when you like watch that one. But I mean... They have been around for like over a hundred years and then they're like so interested in this little like high schooler. I'm like, that so is kind of gross. Yeah. I just try not to think about I it. Know. I just I try, try to enjoy. I agree. I, I try not to think about it too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, Vampire Diaries. We have so many good things from there. I know. <laughs> I'm like trying to think if there's any other tropes that. Ooh, why choose? Oh, yes. I feel like I've got a lot of why choose why choose that's like almost a whole subgenre though I don't even know that I call that like a trope (laughs) as much as a subgenre do you have some favorite why chooses 
Broken Bonds, for sure. Broken Bonds is, I think, I, one of the best. It was done so well. I know that you didn't really like... No. Um, you already know what I'm going to say. I already say. know exactly <laughs> what you're going to say. I know you um, didn't like Ruthless Boys, but I like that. I also, I it's actually... It's not that I... Okay, but it's not like I didn't like it. It's just that there wasn't enough plot to keep me as interested. I think you stopped at exactly the wrong point, unfortunately. Like, I feel like I it was like... I couldn't keep going with I, it. I know. I, I feel like if you had gotten like 50 pages further, you would have all of a sudden gotten in the thick of it, but it's fine. Well, that's unfortunate. But I actually even think that I might like... Darkmoor Penitentiary a little bit better than yeah, I liked. Yeah, so give um, it another try, or give that a try. You could, yeah. But I mean, it depends on if you like their writing. Like, not everybody likes Zodiac Academy. It is a yeah. very certain style of, <laughs> like, it's kind of funny, and it's, I don't know. For me, it doesn't necessarily take itself super seriously. No, even though yeah. it's, like, it's got cool plot, and they've got really unique ideas, and I, I like the characters, and I like the um, love interests. But, yeah. um, I mean, it's still their writing. It's still the yes. Twisted Sisters writing. So you have to like that but I, mean, I, I like, love Zodiac Academy though yeah minus minus the last, the last one yeah <laughs> but I really like Darkmoor Penitentiary because okay. I like Rosalie so that's she's oh, yes. the main main mm-hmm. female character in that I and I just like, like her yeah and she was fun in the other ones too so. yeah. yeah so that's okay. another why choose I liked I also really liked yeah, the Haiti series I just brought up that one too the oh seventh gosh. circle yep um so that's a good one now, I'm excited to read that one that one is downloaded on my kindle yep um <laughs> Technically, I would say that Give Me More is sort of, so that's uh-huh. also part of the Salacious Players Club by we Sarah love, Kate. We love Salacious Players Club. Yes. If you guys haven't read Praise. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was like my first pure smut book that I absolutely demolished. I loved and that it's book. it's funny because, so I, I read it first. You did. And I was like, hi honey. You have to read this. <laughs> and then I read it in like a day. I know. I was shocked because you finished it before I did. <laughs> I was like halfway through. I was like, you need to read this right now. And you downloaded it and you were like. And I finished it before you did, even though you had started first. Yes. Yeah. I was like, damn, don't spoil anything for me. Yeah. That was a good. That's, but just praise isn't um, why choose, but specifically give me more is why choose. And yes. That's a good one too. Give me more, which is, yes. Oh. Okay. I love Salacious Players Club so much. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what other Y chooses I've read. Um, I tried, um, was it like the, what is it? It was supposed, it was marketed as like a, uh, Y choose Akatar inspiration. It's like the veil of something. Oh, interesting. But I didn't, didn't, I don't know like that it? I was as blown away by it as, yeah. and I think most people felt that way. It wasn't as blown away as how it was marketed but mm-hmm. now I feel like I need to make a, a why choose bucket on this too I was like oh, are you gonna make that like a goodreads yeah I know I was just telling Shelby earlier I've been starting to try and categorize my books into like you know how people do unhinged spotify playlists my intent is that I can have basically unhinged goodreads folders <laughs> so funny and why did you start doing these folders oh i feel like people always ask for recommendations but it's people from different areas of your life it's like mm-hmm. oh my co-worker asks for a recommendation or my mom asks for a recommendation like i'm not gonna be like go hey mom go read credence right exactly <laughs> and so there's there's like different types of books you have to show to different people yeah and so yeah so i finally decided i needed to start splitting some, some things up into like book categories that people would like <laughs> um, you got me all freaked out now. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. I just thought I heard Gunner growling, and I was like, I thought what? I heard that for two when you said that. That's why I okay. got freaked out. No, I th- yeah, uh, I it's fine. fine. Um, um, yes, 
lots of people asking for different types of book recs though. So yeah. I've finally started to make my own unhinged Goodreads shelves. I love it. That's so funny. But I think I need to add a white choose. I think so too. Because I think a lot of people are interested in that, but there's a lot of people who like Would not really don't like, like that. that. <laughs> yeah. Which, okay, I'm honestly so glad that I gave it, gave that like trope more of a chance because yeah. I didn't love um, the... The Ruthless Boys. And that was the first one you had read as a right, series, right? and so I was like, uh, I don't know. But then I lo- I devoured Broken Bonds. That's so well done of a Y2s, so I think. Well done. I loved yeah. it so much. Yeah, I so really good. like that one. <sighs> I think the most fun thing about Y2s is, like, you get, because every character, every one of the partners has, like, such a different personality, they all bring really different things to the relationship and so it's like maybe there's one partner that's like really protective and there's one partner that's really like sweet and caring in an emotional way and there's one partner that's like pushing the main character to better themselves physically like like you know like taking them on runs and doing whatever or like I feel like there's always different pieces that you get from different partners Mm -hmm. like that is really cool to see like their life being filled like fulfilled and more holistically like that. I love that because I mean, you just have so many different people in your life that mm-hmm. can fulfill so many different things. And so, yeah. I the asked. Swiss cheese theory. I was literally just going <laughs> to ask you to like describe that. <laughs> yes. There's a, I love the Swiss cheese theory. <laughs> there's a, I will say an unnamed person in my life who, um, who described like life and relationships to me as like Swiss cheese and that different people fill different holes of your life and so it's like maybe friends like a certain friend brings a different thing to your life and your partner brings a different thing to your life and it's like everybody has different things that they're doing to meet your needs holistically and Mm -hmm. so plugging all the holes of the Swiss cheese yeah I love it so much it's so true it's so true well, I hope that you found some good book recommendations from here oh, yeah. based on some of the tropes that you like. But we'd also love to hear, one, if you have any recommendations for some of the books that we just talked, or some of the tropes we just talked about and books that go with them. Or if you want more recommendations based <laughs> on certain tropes, let us know because yes. we've got plenty. Or if you have recommendations on some of the tropes we've talked about, let us know. Leave it in our comments, in our DMs. We like literally love this book community so much. Mm-hmm. I've added so many books to my TBR and I, it's just going to continue to grow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I love it too. Well, thank you guys. Thanks. Hope you enjoyed our sunset view. Yes. <laughs> I, which is now like now dark. completely dark, which is <laughs> yeah. totally fine. But if you want to see a good sunset, go catch us on YouTube. Yep. I love it. Awesome. Thanks guys. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on Miss Willow's Book Club Podcast. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Miss Willow's Book Club Pod for our upcoming reads. Keep, Keep it, it spicy, book lovers! <laughs> <laughs>